Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a Miracle Made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver-infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle Made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made. Come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation, episode 332. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about culture, and where we celebrate Thanksgiving. Or whatever it is you're celebrating at this time of year, I just hope you have a couple of days off. That's my big hope for you. Um, today, we have a couple of really excellent conversations lined up from the vault of Fake the Nation, and I think you will thoroughly enjoy them. Let us get ready for topic number one. I am joined by the wonderful comedian who's special you can see on HBO Max in the winter. It is Marcella Arguello. Hey, bear, Marcella. Bear, bear. It's me. And I'm joined by just world famous and world fabulous icon Isaac Mizrahi. Hey, Yay. Isaac. Yay. Um, Yay so me. We <laughs> we read a piece about a lady who went skydiving for her 91st birthday. Her name is Ida Shannon. Um, and she kind of she raised the money uh with her church to be able to celebrate her birthday that way. Uh and really um she'd actually gone zip lining for her 80th birthday. So she is a bit of a thrill seeker. Um, first off, what did you think about hearing about this 91-year-old skydiving? Skydiving. I mean, I love suicidal 91-year-olds. What a move. <laughs> Bold. Brave. I love it. 
Well, you know what? I was waiting for you to say that so that I could, like, you know, counter it by going, yes. really? It's, it, it feels a little dated to me. It feels a little dated. Like, it feels like <laughs> if this was 30 years ago and she was 90 and she was skydiving, we'd go, bravo. But already it's like, come on, it's 2022, lady. Can't you think of something? Like, why don't you do, oh, did you read John Waters' amazing memoir of doing, um, I think it was LSD on the Beach, with no. Mink Stoll and all these people. Oh, that's wow. what I want to do on my 90th birthday. I want to get back LSD into like, on the beach. Yeah, because that's really, that would be even more fabulous than, because he was like scared he was going to die. He was scared he would have cardiac arrest. And then he said it was the greatest thing he ever did. And it's like, you should read that book because it's hilarious, okay? And that's what I want to do when I'm old. I want to reintroduce myself to drugs. But see, okay. but see, she she is ninety one in middle America, Isaac. She's not as fabulous as you. She hasn't existed well, as you have. You know, like you know, yeah, she yeah, has yeah. you know done nothing with herself. Oh, so her she time. gets skydiving. So she can be old school. Like she can bite. be. I mean, she can on. be old school, and you can and have a heart attack on the beach. Do you know what I mean? Right. Oh my god! But I love that I know that I can get you a crack pipe for your ninetieth right. birthday, Isaac. Well, no. I love that. So great. see what I'm saying? Ninety one. I do. I actually join you in that because so my next question was going to be like what is on your bucket list and I definitely think for me because I'm so I'm such a scaredy pants about drugs like my only real drug experience is with marijuana like I don't and it's so minimal at the end of the day Um, I never got good at it I can still barely use a lighter like it's a whole dumb you know I look like a just a dumb person when I'm when I'm handling any kind of weed um and i i tried once to do acid uh no i tried once i can't remember it was some sort of a pill and um, was it a quaalude because gosh quaaludes were amazing Oh my I God, like no. a quaalude. I can't, literally can't remember what it was, but it was like a thing from like the early 2000s that was popular and it was some sort of a pill and I was supposed to have an experience and I per- I purchased this pill and from my friend or whatever and and I just chickened out. I couldn't do it. And so then I resold it to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm and I and I was like, oh my God, I'm like a drug dealer for a moment. Um and then or just I cheap. Tra- yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you're just a bad shopper. Exactly. <laughs> shopper's remorse, buyer's yeah. remorse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I so I do think if I'm not th- theoretically that by 90. I wouldn't, ca- I would be less scared. Like I've always been a very bit, I've been like, what is this thing with cocaine that everybody is so obsessed with? Um, <laughs> obsessed with cocaine. <laughs> if it's good cocaine, it's very, very fun. I'm just telling you that. It can be extremely oh fun. And I haven't done it for years. I told you I had like a heart thing with it and I just I had to stop. But wait a minute. Right. What about mushrooms? Has anyone done mushrooms? Because that I've never done. Very and good. that I want to do. You and I'm do scared. It. I want to do. But don't, don't you vomit or something? I'm scared of barfing. That's well, all. well, you just I don't want to barf. You just have to monitor how much you consume and just be somewhere safe. I, that's why people go right. out to the desert because it's, it's safe to be in the desert. The and desert is safe? Hello? Well, because that's it, like skydiving is safe. Come on. It's not no, no, safe. <laughs> I mean, in the sense that you rent a house. It's a, it's in the middle of nowhere. You're not gonna like go be a fucking. You're not gonna run into the ocean because well, you're I was high gonna on say, mushrooms. Right, go out on a, go out on a boat. Go out on a yacht. And yeah, do mushrooms. <laughs> no, not such a great idea. I think you need to have a sober person around. 
if you've never done it. Uh, I think the idea of like everyone in the group is doing mushrooms and nobody is chaperoning. But wait, when scary. I was a kid. I totally agree with that. I think you need to be around people that you feel safe with and that are, you know, like you physically feel safe with at all times when you're sober. And then. But you, you... I don't know about that. You see, that's what I'm going to contest with you, Marcella. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. That's the complication. It's like, because I remember the first few times I did marijuana when I was like 14 or something. But you can't I did compare with... marijuana to mushrooms. Oh, you can't. You but cannot. wait, I'm just going to tell okay, you. Go ahead, but here's go ahead. the thing. Because, well, you can't compare. I don't think you can compare like cocaine to marijuana to marijuana Absolutely. or yeah, yeah. shrooms. But it's like, but I remember like when I did, I did it with people that I really loved and that I really felt safe with. And the minute I was high on marijuana, I just, I looked at them like, oh my God, they're going to kill me. Like that's how oh, yeah, I, yeah, it yeah, turned. Yeah. Like all of yeah. a sudden people that I thought made me feel safe made me feel like they were going to like, you know, dangle me out the window like Michael Jackson and that little baby or whatever. <laughs> but Seriously. the argument could also be yeah. made that what, was it laced with something? Do you know where you got it? Like, you, do well, you know what I mean? you see, well, that's what I well, mean. Like, how do you thing. know, darling? Right. Especially back Thank in, the, I mean, now you can go to a store, but back in the day you couldn't go to a store. I mean, and now you can't even go to store in most places i i ran it i was at um the i was performing at the wilco solid sound festival uh which you know attracted wilco doing comedy or whatever and um with the honorable john hodgman uh, another veteran of fake the nation and we um we we ran into these like women who were he who were at the festival from like south carolina and with the oh, festivals God. in massachusetts and they were like they out Lindsay to Graham dispense supporters? well I mean. no they were like out to dispensaries buying marijuana and they were like they don't you know we can't buy these where we're from you know and she's like I love that it's legal here and they were like totally getting their their weed fixed but like when you know when you're in a place place where it's illegal it's like you don't know what you're getting I mean and hopefully it's just oregano and then no everybody's fine you know Um, but is there anything else that like you really want to do by the time you're 90. You know what I want to do? Hmm. I want to just go away and not know when I'm coming back. Hmm. I want to like Ooh, get on a plane one and way just ticket. go somewhere and then go somewhere else and then go somewhere else and not think about how not sad I am plan. without my dogs, how sad I am without like, you know, the New York Times at the doorstep because I still get the New York Times every morning. You know, as a New Yorker, it's very hard to leave. I'm from here. So it's like, yeah. as a New Yorker, it's very, very, very hard to leave this island, you know? And I like traveling and I used to travel a lot. And then I just got so panicky about it, right? And then I started again before COVID, like about 10 years before COVID and we got into it and we sort of doing it. And then it just ended and I was like, guess what? If I never have to do this again, I'll be so happy. And like the other day I had to appear in Boston and we drove and it was great. And I thought, oh, avoid an airport, you know, and we have plans to go to London and plans to plans coming up and I'm panicked, you know, but I feel like if I could go somewhere and just stay away and go another place and not know, you know, that would be, but who would take care of the dogs? You know, it's like, <laughs> who, would, who would water the you, plant? You, you know? don't want to deal with like logistics. 
Is that what it is? I'm, I don't want to deal with airports and airplanes because I'm so, I'm always afraid I'm going to end up in like a Turkish prison, you know, like Midnight Express or something. <laughs> right, I, I have right, a very, right, very right, vivid right. imagination that I'm going to be going through customs in Turkey. Someone's going to see and they're going to take me away and like lock me in a room for the rest of my life because someone planted marijuana on me, you know? Right, 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 saying, right. Well, know. it's also illegal to be homosexual in many places right. still. So well, there's, 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 also, that. There, so there's yeah. also that. Is there something Marcella, you want to definitely do before you're 90. Not really. I'm ready to die now. Or like- <laughs> I've traveled. I've what seen great things. Answer. I mean, I you know, I don't, I don't like to do all that skydiving bullshit. That's, that doesn't interest me at yeah, I, mean, I don't even like roller coasters. I'm, I, I'm intimidated by the ocean. I respect the ocean, you know. So like, no, I, I'm fine. I'm good. If I died today, if I died after this, I'd be like, yeah, that was a good life. What about that? What about that Hot Wings show? Would you do that Hot Wings? God show? no. <laughs> No, my I'm so my skin is you know so what? sensitive. I want to do the hot wing show. My skin is so sensitive to um, spice that when I eat something spicy, my all my uh, no. surrounding parts of my mouth gets like irritated and red. So I would be humiliated if I ever went on that show. Hilarious. I uh. I, uh, first of all, don't understand the affinity for like something very, very spicy just in general. Yeah. And I want to just be upfront about that. So you know where I'm coming from. I like from. hot food, but not that crazy, crazy. Where there's no things. other flavor. Right. There's right, no other flavor. Right. It's just deadness in your palate. Yeah. It's not yeah. Okay. And, it's not and okay. just a feeling of like pending doom in, in your whole <laughs> head. Like, like waiting, I don't need to feel that. And you're like crying and like, it's, you're just, am I, you're like, can I go on? Like, I don't, why do I need to feel existential angst? Cause I'm eating a right. taco. You know what I mean? It's like too, I can't. It does, and it goes through the whole body, the throat, the stomach, the uh, butt. No, no, thank you. By the way, that was, that was Nagin talking herself out of a hot wing segment that she was about to have in <laughs> fake <laughs> Guys, it's a really popular show and I'll do it. I'll, I'll do, do it. it for the I views. Um, I yeah. have, yeah, I, I have no ethics when it comes to, I'm not, I'm not going to stand by my own convictions. Right, exactly. Um, Funny. all right, folks. Well, uh, it was, it was fun to talk to you about this 91 year old who did a thing that none of us want to do. Not, no. I mean, I can see that skydiving is exciting, but I do also feel like this one time I was driving and I, look, we to this day don't know what we saw, but we feel like we saw <gasps> oh. a, um, not a skydiving thing, but like a, a hang gliding mm. thing and where the something, no, a parachute, something didn't open or whatever. And like a thing fell and we were like, oh God, I hope that Jesus. wasn't a fucking person. We were uh, driving on a freeway and saw it in a distance. So it's like, we couldn't quite tell what we were seeing, but it was a really fucked up image. Oh God. And, uh, and we were like, no, no, no. It was just a person sized thing. It wasn't a person. And like, we just li- lived that way because we couldn't, you know, like we Googled it lightly and couldn't figure anything out. But anyways, so I just like the idea of that. Is like not- I said, suicidal 91 year old that lady is right exactly exactly i so i have no interest i have no interest in that how do her 91 year old bones handle that shit right well you're supposed to do a nice oh yeah the landing is not going to be easy for that right because you still it's still like an impact on the landing right there's something maybe she's wearing like a fat suit or something you know (laughs) well no because you do it <laughs> no, like a, one of those, you know, those blow up suits, like a big yeah, yeah, Pikachu, yeah, yeah. like a big yeah. Pikachu suit. A dinosaur. Totally, no, that's exactly. Right, yes, and you know yeah. what? And that's what it is, Isaac. Thank you for figuring that out. That's how she did it. And I don't um, know, or maybe I don't know. God knows. <laughs> 
It's her problem, honey. It's not my problem. All right, folks. Let me know what is on your bucket list, and were you inspired um, by this 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 Minnesota woman um, who who went skydiving at ninety one? Oh, I knew this was going to be a fun one. You guys are just so goddamn delightful and funny. And I would love for the people of Faith Nation to be able to find you and all of the wonderful things that you do. Marcella, where do they find you? You can find me at Marcella Comedy across all social media. Thank you so much. Please follow me for the love of God. Come to my shows. Isaac, you're a man that does a million things. Where do you want the people of Fake the Nation to be able to follow all of that? Well, you know what? You could follow me on Instagram at I am Isaac Mizrahi. I am Isaac Mizrahi. And or you can follow my website or something. Do anybody follow your website? Do you follow? It's called Hello Isaac. You can go on and I don't know what. Bookmark. Subscribe. Oh, wait, Bookmark subscribe. Is Bookmark website. and subscribe or something because then we can send you links. Yeah, I, you'll probably join the Nagin, mailing list. Nagin I'm, sends I'm links. assuming. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors. And when we get back, we'll continue talking. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. back and we're ready for the last topic i am joined um by the host of the under the desk show on tiktok and the v interesting podcast it's the wonderful v spear hey v 
Hey, thanks for having me. I'm also joined by the amazing uh, progressive communication strategist and writer and all-around fantastic uh, chatter and person, Sally Cohen. Hey, Sally. Hey, how are you? Good to see you uh, again. <laughs> so our wonderful producer, Andrew, found this incredible poll that found the average American has accidentally sent six intimate messages or photos to the wrong person. And I for does this data track for either of you? <laughs> <laughs> Clarifying question. Sorry, because yes. <laughs> I, I, I know I read this, but now I promptly forgot. It, six, six average to the same person, or six times sent different ones to the wrong people. This, this, this influences my oh, opinion. Oh, you know what? I don't even think the data really specifies. I, mean, I assume it's some... six different times to six different wrong yeah. people. So, which I suggests mean, it, that right, the I, number I, of yeah, times it can't you be must the same be, person, right? Because how can you make a mistake six times? I mean, again, ask my yeah. partner; she'll be like, "Easy, asshole." But, um. Uh, but it would, it would like think about the volume you have to be engaging in. Right. For that's what Average. I'm saying. The volume it has to be. So so for you to make six mistakes, you have to be sending in a year or whatever. No, who's the statistician here? Dozens and dozens At of least. fucking. It's insane. I mean, V, v okay, you're looking ahead, at us v. like, no, that number no, makes sense. So I, I've i never accidentally sent the wrong text to multiple girls, but I have sent the wrong text where my wife is in a group chat, but I only see Natalie, and so I want to send her something. And then it's also like copying in my mom on something potentially like fairly saucy, but not too saucy, or like our whole group chat of friends. And I'm like, I just miss you and love you so much. And then my mom will be like, that's so nice. And I'm like, not you. I thought this was my single <laughs> chat to my wife. Or just like rashes or... Or like, I don't know, bathroom right. stuff, like all the shit we share with our spouse that we right. think is funny, but is actually gross and then ends up in her group chat with like her friends from college. You know, it's possible that some people in the poll think that's sexting. They might. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have never sent a sext. Oh, you really? Oh. I know. Guys, I told you. you I'm like vanilla. Right now. I'm like vanilla. I don't put it. Okay. I'm of listen, and this is also like the whole Nagin. You're gonna get there when your kid gets a phone, but like oh, I God. tell my kid, I'm like, you don't fucking put her on the phone, no, unless you want the whole world to see it. And I, and you potentially know, and the federal government. Yeah. I'm a deeply paranoid person when it comes to stuff like that. Plus, a lot of the like communications training work I do, I have a whole universe of folks I work with who do like digital privacy, you know, creepy surveillance state stuff that nobody, like, when I find out about it, I'm like, I'm like, throw out the phone. <laughs> like, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not. I'm, I honestly, I mean, I have sent um, a photo or two in my time. Uh, however, it's not even that revealing. It's a set, like, the photos I've sent are like, oh, so we're like, just no, you were like taking a photo on a beach. I know. Like, like, let me take them out. Let me just post them online for everybody to see what I'm talking about. But like, but I've I've taken photos that are just basically chased versions of what other people are sending, which are just too much erotica for me to handle in like an, an on. Plus, that on my shit phone. gets uploaded to the cloud. Do you know what it I'm just, saying? It does. Like, it's on the cloud. 
I and would watch truly it from the cloud. never trust. I, I, I have a trust issue as well. I have a pri- I have privacy fears. I'm just not. I just couldn't. I'm not gonna. No, Even, it I would have end a, up in a PowerPoint. I have privacy fears of something in my on my own phone. Like yeah. not even sending it to someone. I would have privacy issues. Well, plus, you know, I'm lucky. I got a smartphone right around when I started being a lefty lesbian on Fox News. So it really does like kind of. <laughs> You know, you're like, don't, did you, you know, like, it, you know, it could all be, it could yeah. be, so you just don't, you just don't, when in doubt, leave it out. Or um, put it away. When in doubt, keep it in, uh, maybe. Oh, good point. Right. That could go, that could be interpreted either way, I suppose. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. I have a big male audience, so I want to make sure, when in doubt, when you're listening to me, but, keep oh it Oh my keep God. It in, keep it in, Yes. I have never okay, so here's the other thing, and this is this is, this is just a side note, Nagit. I have never yes. like I don't get graphic things sent to me. And this is this okay. is by virtue of being a butch lesbian, for which I'm grateful in many ways, and this is one. I don't know about you, V. But um because my like femme identified friends, gay or straight, who are in, who have been in the public eye, Fox News or elsewhere, man, the pictures they get, the feet, the dicks, the feet with dicks. The dicks with feet. I've never gotten those. I've also never received that. You must get some of that, Nagin. Well, I've I've gotten some like DMs that they'll then blur and then they'll, you know, I'll, you know, stuff like that. Um, I don't, I just have to say, I think I, I have gotten some stuff. I think not as much as other women in part because I just think people will see me and be like, she's not the type to enjoy it. I think it's very clear. You know what I Is mean? Is anyone the like, type to enjoy that? I mean, are they really no motivated? Is that their thing? They're like, you know, I think she'd enjoy like a dick but pic. It, I just, oh, I immediately delete. I can't even, I can barely even op- look at it. There's a girl who did an art project about it. She just published like dozens of the ones that she got. She created an art installation, printed oh. them all out and like hung them for a museum. We'll have to find that's it. And look u- it that's up, a yeah. useful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she really figured out how to make it useful. Monetize uh, everything. Monetize everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, half of those who send in intimate photos claim they do so at least once a week, 52%. Another 29% send them once a month or more. Many uh, attribute sexting to maintaining long-distance relationships, which is a whole, I feel like those people, we should control for that category because that's different, I feel. If you're in a long-distance relationship, you you got to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, at least but you, you signal. And you remember what everything folks. looks like. I don't need a picture of it. I mean, it, that would be, I don't know. I would be freaked out. Remember, um, like, the phone, what was phone sexting called? What, voice phone. Phone part, sex? That part. Phone, phone sex. sex. Phone sex. <laughs> what was phone sexting but with your voice? <laughs> you didn't use your phone. It was called Rocco's Modern Life, and it was his job when we were children on the cartoon. And... <laughs> That's why we're all weird now and afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Phone sex, by the way, I think requires more artistry. And you know what I mean? And so I feel like that's at least more more interesting or something. Um, Man. Yeah, there's no ASMR to a dick pic, right? Like, I need... need... Yeah. A dick pic, (laughs) it feels so... Just like I, it's and it's not something I would return. I'm not returning to a dick pic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let me take a look at that vein one more time. Like, I just can't. Um, 
Okay, so here we go. Being asked by a partner, 45% get asked by a partner. Um, they do, they send, they send uh, like dick pics or whatever. So because they were asked by a partner or f- they, to feel attractive, 44% do it to feel attractive. Um, 42% said they just, they send them just because they feel like it. And 10% do it because they're members of Congress. You know, um, <laughs> I feel what? like a prude in this conversation. I just feel and like a prude name, in this conversation. His name was Anthony Weiner, no less. No, so on the nose. Oh, Not really the much. nose, but you know. Anyway. Ugh. Okay, yeah. now speaking about our privacy concerns, this, is, this was the detail that I thought most shocking. Nearly three quarters of those who shared intimate photos found that they were leaked or shared without their permission. Yeah, people. That, but, but for, so this thing that I fear has literally happened to 73% of these respondents. Well, did you read? There was an insane number. There was a piece, Mm -hmm. I mean, this whole revenge porn thing, you know, there, and, and there was a piece in the times, I want to say it was two years ago, because it was right before we got, we finally broke down and got my kid a phone. We were the last. Well, at what parents. age? Sorry, can I ask what age? Oh yeah, did you break no. Down? Uh, she was. Wait a second. It was either right before her. It might have been right before her thirteenth birthday. So it must have been. Oh, nice. Ago. Okay, that's. Um, yeah, that's we were the last. Why. We're the best. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, I have a uh, friend who who held out until fourteen, and it was. I mean, the we tried. She started taking the subway life. alone then, so right. we were like, right. okay, fine. Um, but there was a piece in the Times about a, a girl who in high school had like shared a you know suggestive photo with a boyfriend and our video I can't remember the details and anyway it ended up like it got shared around and then someone put it on Pornhub oh, and even God. though it's child pornography it keeps getting you know repo you can't like take it down they, they can't take it down fast enough and you know I want to say the story ended in like you know, I mean, it ruined her life, you know, huge emotional, psychological scars from it, uh, you know, affected college, didn't finish, you know, ended up living in her car, like just these real, oh, and also God. like, honestly, and so let's go back to Anthony Weiner, who like got, a, even got a fucking comeback, right? I know. Like a grown ass man, a grown ass man sending his penis to strangers, gets a fucking comeback until he does it again, of course. And then, like, last I saw, had a pretty promising job, you know, and, like, was probably still making six figures and blah, blah. You know, it's, it's just It's so like, different for men. God. Yeah, because it beca- it be- yeah. it's been, like, kind of, like, normalized or whatever. And it ha- it's been happening since before even the picture phones, right? I remember being in high school in the 90s, and we had, like, a photo lab, and this girl that I went to school with had, like, taken a picture scandalously with her boyfriend. They broke up. He printed out, like, dozens of them, like, and threw them down the spiral staircase. Like... What? It... Yes. But why, first of all, why the spiral staircase? What was the significance? It was very dramatic. It was like, I grew up in this place in Connecticut called the Valley that I swear to God, it like inspired every teenage terrible movie that you ever watched. Okay. I, she just ended up switching schools and I hope she's okay wherever she was, but it was like. That's horrible. It's just something that people have done this revenge porn thing. And it's like, oh, it's so gross. It's so forever icky. It's not like a got to be careful with the forever ickies you don't want to be a part of those so the lesson is kids don't fucking do it don't take it's also i mean you mentioned anthony weiner who gets us a a second chance and then does it again 
the I, I guess I, I mean, I don't have an addictive personality when it comes to like genitalia photography. So like, I don't know the feeling. I don't know the feeling. I'm going like, to need that on the t-shirt could... too. Come on. <laughs> You know what? With Anthony, with Anthony Weiner, and I was working as a waiter for his brother Jason at a restaurant called Almond in New York City. So we oh, were I like very front row to this whole thing at that That's, time. Yeah, yeah. And I think for him, it was more like I don't even know if it's like a sexy thing for them, or if it's like a power thing for them, or if it's like a feeling young thing for them. But it, it, it was thing, like he yeah. was sending these pictures, and he wasn't even, from what I recall, full nude in him. He was in like his disgusting, saggy gray underwear, and like. <laughs> You know, his wife was Uma Abedin, like Hillary's number two, like arguably also one, one of the, of the most, most beautiful women, women in the I world. Mean, oddly, <laughs> also a great tipper, so nice to the waiter, like incredible person, just a lovely, lovely person. And like you're stepping out on her, and it has to come from a place of just insecurity and like people who ruin things because they feel like they can't keep up with them. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm now a wiener apologizer. That's where no, you're not. No, That's where I this mean, is I, it's, but yet. it is. It's it's a really. I would love to. It was sad. It it's, was it's sad. a very interesting, like psychological situation of just yeah. like why when you have so much going for you, what is the thing? You know, it's like it's, escape it's to really, immaturity or something. I yeah. don't know. It was very I, sad though. It's so funny though. Like literally, I think for me, by the way, if, for for people who feel like they want to feel young again or whatever, instead of sending. Um, again, engaging in genitalia photography, um, I would because I'll like feel like like oh I want to feel like a something you know like a twenty two year oldness in my bones. I'll just like walk into a bar and just like I don't know and and kind of like look around like I'm serve hotness. Yeah, and I'll just like like just like walk with some nipple energy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, My acting yeah. teacher always used to talk about like, you know, walk, you know, stand, walk, like do your auditions with nipple energy. Okay, we need that on a t-shirt <laughs> And too. asserting nipple energy, which is essentially just having good posture, by the way. It was a fun way of saying have good posture. Um, is, will kind of make you feel cool and young. And it's so dumb. But like if you're ever on the street and you're feeling dumb and dowdy and shit, just like throw up some good posture, <laughs> honestly, and you'll like feel a little different. Eat some candy. Pray, you know? I'm saying eat, eat some, some candy. candy. You know, but also like... no, think of your nipples like radiating confidence and energy, like a glowing orb on the end of your boobs. I don't know. There's something. I don't even there. have nipples anymore. Now I'm really sad. Yeah, I had that okay. top surgery that you know, and you lose the, the nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I 10 out of 10 recommend it for anybody. Well, by the way, that. the ni- nipple energy is glowing orbs. Are it's not actually what happens. So you okay. don't, you know, nipple energy <laughs> is 100. percent You know, something that's dreamt. It's imaginary. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got you know, so don't. much from this conversation. Really. <laughs> Folks, um, I don't even know what was this conversation. It was a conversation. Ah, it was you about asking a two poll. lesbians about dick pics, and then <laughs> we somehow made like thirty minutes of content out of, which was great. Fantastic. This is what I like to do. I like to bring lesbians together to talk about dick pics. That's just what the show is about. That's what Fake the Nation is about. Uh, folks, let me know what you think Fake the Nation is about. Ah. <laughs> oh, God, I had so, so much fun on this rainy day in New York. This is what I needed. So thank you so much. And I would love for the people of Fake the Nation to be able to follow you and all the wonderful things that you do. The 
this was your first time on, hopefully not your last. You're so incredible. Where do people find you? So you can find the V Interesting podcast wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this, V Interesting. And you can follow me at Under the Desk News on TikTok and Instagram. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for people to discover Under the Desk News and your podcast. And just, folks, immediately subscribe. Do what you got to do. Sally Cohn, where do people find you? Um, literally under my desk. I mean, that's the difference between <laughs> me and I. I'm just actually hiding under a desk. It's a very scary time, folks. Uh, and occasionally I'll uh, tweet. I don't really tweet anymore. We all know it. Uh, or Instagram, both of which, or I guess Facebook, I'm on there. I don't know. It auto-populates uh, at Sally Cohn, K-O-H-N. I love you as always, Nagin. I miss you. Oh my gosh. I miss you too. You're so delightful. Follow everything that Sally does. She under um, reports her own output, which involves a lot of writing. Uh, so you can also read her many good works in various publications. So I'll be on the lookout. Folks, that's the end of the show. I want to thank all the panelists for joining us. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, Lo, these many years of Fake the Nation. I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you're overdoing it and indulging your sweet tooth and spending time with your family and spending time on your couch and kicking up your feet uh, or whatever it is that makes you happy. Um, we will, I would like to really thank all the people that make this show a possibility. That's the wonderful producer, Andrew McGuire, our fantastic audio engineer, Stephanie Aguilar, and uh, Andrew, Stephanie, if I don't say it enough, you guys are the fucking best. I also want to thank our wonderful, um, the composer of our theme music, Gabby Alter. I want to thank everyone at HeadGum, who I hope is also enjoying Thanksgiving, and please keep your ideas coming. Uh, you can email me by going to nagimfarsad.com. Uh, email me through my website. You can DM me on all of the platforms. And uh, I love all of your ideas. So keep them coming. Don't forget to review the show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show. And we will be back in your earballs next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.